0: All right, we're in Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 24. Are you there? It's a good context to read and study, uh, but we're just uh, highlighting verse 24 in this particular time. So in verse 24 it says, And that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. And that you put on the new man which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. The new man, what is this new man? We have studied uh, Scripture. We have found out, first of all, he said the new man here, uh, we would see in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation Old things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new or have become new. And the next verse, in verse 18, it says, and all things are of God. So if anyone, any man, any person is in Christ, they are a new creation. Old things are passed away. Everything in your spirit is passed away. Uh, 1 John says, We know that we have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. We know that we have passed from death unto life. All right, so then, you and I, as believers in Jesus, believers in Christ, when we believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, we call on the name of Jesus. Uh, We believe in our heart that God raised Jesus from the dead and confess Jesus as Lord with our mouth The Scripture says we shall be, what, saved. Salvation is uh, used in different terminology in the Scripture. And uh, one of the terms is saved. You shall be saved. Uh, One term is you received eternal life. He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. So you believe on the Son and you have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he, bega- uh, that he gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not, what, perish, but have everlasting life. So then, uh, eternal life and salvation is one and the same. Uh, in John chapter 3, uh, when a person is born again, Jesus said, you must be born again. That which is born of the Spirit is spirit, and that which is born of the flesh is flesh. Marvel not that I said unto thee, you must be born again, born again. So it is in that passage, Jesus is telling Nicodemus, uh, who was a religious man, who came by night to just seek out Jesus. And he was interested in what he had to say, but he came at night because he didn't want to be known that he was hanging out with Jesus. Uh, But he wanted to know. And he was sincere. And uh, so Jesus really pointed out that it is your spirit that is born again. Your spirit, the inner man. So your spirit is the part of you that is born again. Your spirit is born of God. So then your spirit is the hidden part of you. That's the inner man. Uh, We know from Paul's writings uh, in, in Corinthians it says... The outward man perishes, but the inward man is renewed day by day. So there's an inward man, there's an outward man. The outward man is your body, inward man is your spirit, and uh, you have a soul. You are a spirit, you have a soul. All right, so then your spirit man is a part of you that receives eternal life. It's the part of you that is born again, and uh, it's the part of you... Uh, That we would say is saved. Your spirit is saved. When you receive Jesus, you're saved. You're born again. You receive eternal life. Another terminology is uh, that you're in Christ. Another terminology is that you are a new creation. Uh, Another terminology Jesus uses is uh, I'm the vine. You are the what? Branches. So then he's just using different Uh, terms and uh, but really referring to the same thing that you uh, have received eternal life you're born again you're a new creature so you're a new creation in Christ the part of you that is a new creation in Christ is your spirit so when you call on Jesus you believe on Jesus your spirit is born again your spirit receives eternal life and your spirit when your spirit receives eternal life you become a new creature You become a new creation. Eternal life makes you a new person, a new creation on the inside. Now then, in this verse, he says, and that you put on the new man, the new person, the new man, the inner man, this new man that you are on the inside, this new spirit that is born again that has eternal life, and that you put on this new man, which after God, after God, or in God's likeness. After God is created in what? Righteousness and true holiness. So then your spirit man is created in righteousness. There's, Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. God's good. Amen? Amen. Thank God for the word. Amen? Amen? All right. So he says that you put it on. Put on this new man. Well, Amplified says, And put on the new nature, the regenerate self created in God's image. The regenerate self created in God's image. Uh, so, your spirit man, this new creation, is created in the image of God. Weymouth says, Clothe yourselves with that new and better self which has been created in re- to resemble God in righteousness and holiness which come from the truth. Clothe yourselves with that new and better self that has been created to resemble God. In righteousness and holiness, which come from the truth. All right. So then consider the illustration or example. Uh, You know, generally, I put something on and I wear it. For the day. Or, you know, maybe I'm going to go do something else and I change clothes for appropriate whatever I'm going to do. Okay. So, um, my wife... She puts on and puts off, puts on and puts on, in preparation to make a decision on what she really wants to wear. So, difference of personality, and most ladies probably do that some. Could I have a confession? Okay, a few ladies do that. All right, so, uh, it's neither here nor there, but I will uh, just make some example of this, because in verse Uh, In in, in this particular passage that I'm not uh, reading, but I'm just going to point out to you. It says in verse 22, it says, and that you put off the old man. Put off the old manner of life. All right. You put off. Then it says, be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And then it says, and that you put on. You put off and you put on. You put off the old manner of life, the old person, the old man. You put on the new man. All right, so then you put off your old way of living, in other words, your old, old habits, uh, and everybody's got some. So uh, if you were wondering if I was talking to you, yes. All right, so, and that you put off the old manner of life, you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness, and that you put on, put on, somebody say put on. All right, so then uh, you put on your clothes, and how many do that every day? Some people didn't lift their hands, so I'm not sure what they did. All right, so you put on your clothes every day. Now, if you didn't put your clothes on and you went out in public, then you would be at the local jail. And, you know, they would give you some jail clothes. All right, so that's just the way it is. You don't, you don't, we don't do that, right? We don't go out without putting our clothes on. Well, so we don't want any spiritual streaking, you know, no. In other words, you get up in the morning and you put your clothes on. Spiritually, you put clothes on, well... How do you put on clothes? I mean, spiritually, I mean, this is something that is not physical. It's not, uh, no one would know uh, by just what you wear physically. No, uh, it is spiritual clothes. And so you put on this spiritual clothes by your, your words. You, by your words, by your prayer, by your praise. You put on this new man. So, acknowledgement, it says that we are to acknowledge every good thing which is, which is in us in Christ Jesus. Acknowledge. So, acknowledge means that you acknowledge it with your words. You say. You acknowledge every good thing which is in you, which is in Christ Jesus. So, when you get up in the morning, then you should say something about what you want to wear today. You make an acknowledgement. Praise God. Now uh, you're probably not going to acknowledge all of the scriptures on who you are in Christ every day, but maybe you maybe you will. But uh, just take some time to acknowledge who you are in Christ. Take some time to acknowledge with your voice, lifting your voice, saying it out loud. Praise the God, praise God, because that helps you. Faith does what? It comes by. Hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So saying it out loud, saying it. You don't have to scream it. Just so you can hear it. All right? Sometimes you might need to shout it. For yourself and for, for good. It'll help you. Praise the Lord. But, uh, you know. Uh, you say it, you declare it, you make a, de- uh, a confession of it. So clothe yourselves with these, uh, these new clothes. He right? tells you in this particular passage, like uh, put on the new man, which after God, in the likeness of God, is created in what? Righteousness and true holiness. So he tells you two things that are in you in Christ. God has created you this way. He created you holy, holy and righteous your spirit man your inner man hallelujah so your spirit man when you were born again was holy i mean god would make an unholy new creation and he wouldn't make an unrighteous new creation no he made a righteous new creation he made a holy new creation your spirit man is born again and is holy in christ you're in union with christ you're one with christ So you share in his nature, you share in his life, you share in who he is, and and God has put himself in you. He's invested himself in you. So then, uh, you you probably don't have any uh, clothes in your closet that say righteous, or maybe you do, you know, because we just uh, had some uh, clothing items made that say uh, reconciled. Praise the Lord. Reconciled. Amen. Justified. Okay, there you go. Justified. All right, so in some cases, you may have some clothes that say you're justified or I'm in Christ. Or, uh, but, uh, you know, you could put that on if you weren't saved. That wouldn't make you in Christ. Right? So, but God has given you specific clothes to put on in the New Testament. And so he says these, this uh, righteousness is part of your clothing. Uh, We could actually look at Ephesians chapter 6. And in Ephesians chapter 6, it says uh, that you are to put on the armor of God. And and one of the pieces of armor is a breastplate of what? Righteousness. So the breastplate of righteousness that you are to put on. And he actually says that you put on. Put on. All right. So then you put on righteousness. So you put on holiness. You put it on. You acknowledge righteousness. and, And you wear this like clothing. In other words, your your behavior changes. What's on the inside is manifest on the outside. How does that occur? Put off, in verse 22, in verse 23, be renewed in the spirit of your mind, verse 24, and that you put on. So being renewed in the spirit of your mind or being renewed in your mind, it causes you to put on, put off the old manner of life, the way of living, and put on the new man which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Are you with me? Praise God. So then, uh, I will give you one more uh, translation of this verse. It says, discover new ways of expressing your new unique personhood in Christ. Your new unique personhood in Christ. Ways which are in harmony with who you really are. So discover new ways of expressing your new unique personhood in Christ. Ways which are in harmony with who you really are. In other words, you really are a new creation. You really are the righteousness of God. You really are born again. You really do have eternal life. You really do have Christ living on the inside of you. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Uh, You really do have God living in you. Praise God. Your body is referred to as a temple of God. What does that mean? That you, God lives in your spirit, and by, by the Holy Spirit, he lives in your spirit, and now your body becomes a house of God. Amen. Your, your body becomes a temple of God, a dwelling place. God comes to live. Jesus said, I and the Father will come and make our abode with you. So that means he comes to live inside of us. So we are not without him. We're with him. We're in him. And God is living in us. So, but we need to notify our minds and notify our body that this spirit life in Christ is going to control you. You are not going to control me. That's right. That's right, are you with me? Right. All right. So uh, your spirit man is, uh, is to be the dominant force of your life. Christ is the center of your life. But he's, he should be the center and the circumference. Uh, he, should, he should. You should and we should allow him to shine. Amen. Amen? So then, discover new ways of expressing your new unique personhood in Christ. Ways which are in harmony with who you really are. Now, how many have had times, you know, I'm a new creation in Christ. I'm born again. I have, a, have eternal life. You said that. And then uh, you acted in a way that wasn't. Hmm. Didn't. Uh, I don't think that was Jesus coming out of me. What is that? That's your flesh. That's your natural mind. It's your your flesh and your mind. And sometimes the devil presses buttons presses your flesh, presses in on your flesh, or presses in on your mind, right? And so you respond or react to that. And so God wants us to respond from the inside when we're pressed by our flesh, and uh, he wants us to respond from the inside instead of from the outside. And when the pressure is on your mind, he wants us to respond from the inside rather than letting what's on the outside, because we live in the world, right? And our minds are not fully renewed yet, so uh, that's a uh, for for your personal information, uh, that's a lifelong process. Amen. All right, so just write that in your notes. Uh, it's, it's not some, oh, I have arrived. <laughs> praise the Lord. About that time, your head gets knocked down to where your feet were a few minutes ago, and you think, oh, I guess I didn't. <laughs> oh, ah, that wasn't that funny, was it? Ah. Uh, so, praise God, you... You 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 are in a process, but you get better at it. You grow and you develop, and and you are able to manage your life better than you were before. Thank God! I mean, glad you come a long way from where you were. Hallelujah! Just tell your neighbor you're looking good in Christ. Hallelujah! Praise God. All right, let's go to another verse of scripture before we wear this one out. y'all, y'all think. Do you have any more scriptures? All right, let's go to verse uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, First Corinthians chapter one, and we're going to go to verse 26, please. Verse 26 says, "For ye see your calling, brethren, how that?" Not many wise men are after the flesh. Not many mighty. Not many noble are called. Wow. Now, that doesn't pump up your tires, does it? He said, but God had chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. God had chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things that are mighty. And base things of the world and things which are despised hath God chosen, yea, and things which are not to bring to naught the things that are. That no flesh, that no flesh should glory in His presence. Wow. So that just tells us we ain't all that without Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But it also tells us, because the next verse says, but, how many glad God put a butt in there? Amen. Get your butt out of the way and put his butt in. Hallelujah. Hallelujah hallelujah but of him of god are you in christ jesus who of god is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption that according as it is written he that glorieth let him glory in the lord so he tells us not to boast in our flesh tells us he's chosen us he he loves us he's chosen us he's he, he, that's a wonderful thing. Amen. God's chosen you. Praise God. Amen. Called you. You're chosen generation. We're all your priesthood, a holy nation. Amen. Praise God forever. So then, he chose us, but Jesus said it this way If you abide in me and, and I abide in you, you shall bring forth much fruit. For without me, but without me, you can do Nothing. So then without Jesus, we can't do anything. Without Jesus, we are nothing. Hallelujah. Now, the, some of the most uh, wealthiest people in the world have everything going for them as far as wealth. And, and uh, maybe they've contributed a lot of things to the world. But uh, there's one problem with that. They're not going to last for eternity unless they know Jesus. Now you can have Jesus and have wealth as well, and, and and be influential as well. But sometimes people think that all of their wealth is is gonna save them somehow. That's no, everybody dies, and so when that's when when they're gone. Even people they ride in their wheel. I was just hearing from a minister that how this man rode in his wheel, where he wanted it, he didn't have any children, so he wanted he had gotten saved and he wanted his money to go to different ministries. That's what he wanted. Oh, but you know, once you're gone, there's going to be some people that are going to try to step in. Even though you don't have any children, his brothers want to step in and they want to get that money. They No, they don't want that money to go. That's a lot of money. That is not supposed to go to ministry. That should go to me. And when you're gone, you can't say, hey, hey, wait, wait, wait. I said no lawyers in the courts so yeah, argue and, and they'll lie and they'll do whatever. Come on. Right? It's the truth. It's just the way it is. And it's just one hey, testimony. I'm just telling you that's what's happening right now. They're, they it not in court yet, but that's what they're doing. They're trying to fight it. They don't want that money to go to the gospel. All right? Praise God. All right. But of him... But of Him. You don't glory in your flesh. You can't do anything with a, of eternal value without Jesus. Woo! Glory to God. Somebody say, thank God Jesus is Lord. <laughs> All right, so, but of him are you in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us. So God has made, he's put you in Christ, and when he puts you in Christ, he's made you, what? Wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. There's many, a number of scriptures that tell you you have wisdom in Christ. Many scriptures that tell you you're righteous in Christ. Others say sanctified. Many say redemption. Redemption. So you have redemption in Christ. So then you got in your closet wisdom. Spiritual closet, right? You got in your closet wisdom. You've got in your closet. Hallelujah. Righteousness. We've already looked at that one, right? So you've got the wisdom of God on the inside of you. Wisdom is there. You're connected to the wisest person in eternity. You're connected to Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So you're connected to Jesus Christ. You're in union with Christ. You're in him. And so there's wisdom available. There's there's righteousness in Christ. And then there's sanctification. In other words, your spirit was sanctified in Christ. When you were born again, your spirit man, your inner man was sanctified in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah! Now, just just for a moment, I as not to s- criticize or step on any toes or uh, cause debate or anything, but uh, there's it's just a point I'm making. All right. So there's uh, some groups that and, and listen, I was raised in Pentecost, so I have some perspective of different perspectives in Pentecostal circles. So then. Some believe that you're sanctified in a process. It's a process of sanctification. Some believe that you're sanctified. You come to a point of entire sanctification. And from that point, you're sanctified. Well, according to this verse here, you're sanctified in your spirit the moment you get saved, born again. You're sanctified. Spirit is sanctified. But your soul, your mind, and your body, and your flesh is not saved is not sanctified. And that goes with all the rest of the things that you have in Christ and that belong to you in Christ. Thank God forever, hallelujah, for the truth of the gospel that has a power to sanctify your flesh. The blood of Jesus, the word of God, has a power to sanctify your flesh. But you don't come to a point, I mean, this is just my perspective of entire sanctification because about the time you think you got it is about the time you thought you had it and then you did something you thought you'd never do. You never even thought you would act that way again. And sure enough, you did. So there's still some work needs to be done. But this is not, when it says work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, it says, for it is God which works in you both to will and to do of his own good pleasure. So it's a work of God in us that gets what's in us to the outside. Gets what's in us to our minds and to our gets our minds renewed. The word of God has the power, it says in James, s- if you receive it with meekness and humility, receive the word with meekness and humility, it has the power to save your soul. It has the power to renew your mind. Romans chapter 12. He said, don't be conformed to this world, but be what? Transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is a good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So the word of God has the power to renew your mind, but your mind doesn't stay renewed any more than your hair stays (laughs) combed. Or your body stays clean. You know, I was... Watching this Western, you know, and, and uh, you say, why do you watch Westerns? Because most of it, it's pretty clean. You don't have to put up with a lot of foolishness, just a little bit. So right now I'm watching the man from Snowy River. And so so it has some punches and things like that in there, you know, a little bit of fighting. But there's a there's a good moral family and a good and one of them is a pastor, and it's a good moral family. And so they have they're always doing good. They're always doing good, even when people want to do terrible things. They are they'll turn it around something good. Bring it around to something good. All right. So that's, uh, if you want to make any judgment, just don't. All right. So <laughs> it's not worth it. All right. So. Where are we? Do you know where I was? I was going up the mountain. No, so just, it's a mountain area. It's an Australian show. Uh, so then, this man, he went to work for a woman, which was, he, he had a little problem with that in that day, you know. And uh, <laughs> she's pretty Strong lady, and uh, so he didn't like to take baths. He thought, you know, you might catch something if you get take a bath or something. So, so he didn't like to take baths. Your body doesn't stay clean. There's a time to take a bath. <laughs> You take a bath Saturday night, get my weekly bath, no, So, so. <laughs> Your body doesn't. <laughs> so you have to take care of your body. You have to wash your body. You have to, that's the way it is with your brain, with your mind. Hallelujah. With your body, your flesh, you have, to, you have to apply the blood. You have to apply the word. You have to apply the word on a regular basis. Why? Because it'll get out of line. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Somebody say, "Amen,", amen. or "O oh me." Uh-huh. So we don't boast; we glory in the Lord. Right? It's Jesus. It's Jesus. It's Jesus from the beginning to the end. He's the first and the last. He's the Alpha the Omega. He's a f- he. He look. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. Praise God. We're looking unto him because he is the one that's going to help us get through. Hallelujah. Help us to grow through things. Amen. 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 Let's go to Colossians. Thank you, Jesus. Colossians chapter 2, and we're going to go to verse 9, please. Praise God. I got one hallelujah. All right, let's go to verse 9. It says, for in him, in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Who's this talking about? It's Jesus. In him, in Christ, dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Now, we understand that Jesus Christ was God. Amen. Amen. God, when Moses was talking to God and God was telling him what he wanted him to do, he wanted him to go and deliver his people, hallelujah, and tell Pharaoh, let my people go that they may serve me. That's what he wanted him to do. And now Moses is like, "Uh, who shall I say sent me? You know, I got to have some, you know, somebody sent me. I don't feel qualified to go to Pharaoh and tell him to let my people go, I got to know, I need to know who sent me. God says, I am. In other words, I am before you are. I am before anything was. God is. He is. That's what we must believe. We must believe that he is what? The I am. Praise God. If he is, then he is the I am. Praise God. You believe that he is and that he is the great I am. He is the beginning and the ending, but he had no beginning. He existed before it all was here. He is the creator of the universe. He is the creator, not just of, you know, just a a, a little ball called the earth. He created all things. All things were created by God. Jesus, it says, it actually says that Jesus, all things were created by him. And he is and was God. And when he came into this earth through the virgin birth, he was a little baby, but he was God manifest in the flesh and Jesus would say things like I am the door and it really disturbed people I am the way the truth and the life I am the bread of life you know he is the great I am and it it said another another verse that says that uh, that God was pleased that that all the fullness would dwell in him. And in this verse it says, for in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. So all of God is in Christ. Now, with our finite finite minds, you know, we can't maybe fully grasp how this all works, (laughs) <laughs> but He's God. Jesus is God, the Father is God, the Holy Spirit is God. Three persons. God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit. So, three persons in one. They're one, but they' are three. They're one, but they're three, and I And you cannot separate them. All right, so in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him, which is ahead of all principality and power, and you are complete in him. That's pretty amazing. Let me read it out of Lovett's translation. The plain truth is the fullness of the Godhead is embodied in the person of Christ. When you receive the person of Christ, you are joined to that same fullness Therefore, your own spiritual makeup is now full. You are complete in in Christ, the fountain from which all authority and power proceeds. You receive the person of Christ. You were joined to that same fullness. Therefore, your own spiritual makeup is now Full. So your spirit is joined to the same fullness of God. Let me put it this way. You can hold some of God, but you can't hold all of God. (laughs) You're complete in Him, but you're joined to Him. Your spirit is joined in union with Christ so that whatever you need the resource is always there he's always there he said I'll never leave you nor forsake you so that you may boldly say the Lord is my helper God is telling you he's always there Christ is always there he and the father have come to abide in us the Holy Spirit when he was in he said he would abide with you forever so there's someone on the inside that is greater than anything that is on the outside. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in this world. So greater is God in you than the devil that is in this world, the spirit of this world, the mind of this world. There's someone greater on the inside than what's on the outside. It may bang on your door. It may make him feel like you got knocked down but you got up again hallelujah God is on your side God is living on the inside Christ is for you he's living on the inside of you Christ is in you the hope of glory and the resources there if you're lacking there's some more that can flow into you praise God hallelujah to Jesus I mean, they're glad you're connected to the water system. I mean, in Las Vegas, you turn the water on, you got water. If, if you look at Lake Mead, you don't always. But thank God for some rain this year, some snow. Thank God. snow milk comes into the Colorado River. All right, so then, thank God for rain. All right. Thank God for the flow of God. You can just turn the faucet on out of your belly or your innermost being I mean your belly is a King James word it uh, it seems like it comes out of here but it's not your stomach you know it is actually out of your spirit out of your innermost being shall flow rivers oh my I mean we're not just talking about a little thimbleful. we're talking about rivers of living water shall flow out of your innermost being so you're in union with Christ you have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you and out of your spirit Spirit should flow. Rivers of life-giving water. There's waters from heaven. There's waters from God that flow out of God in heaven. It's a river of it. And that same river is where you're drawing from. That same river that's flowing out of God is flowing into you. And it's by the Holy Spirit that you draw on the rivers of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to Jesus. Praise God. Makes me want to stomp, jump, run, something. Hallelujah. Somebody get up on your feet and shout. Hallelujah. Glory to God forever. Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. Let it out. Come on. Praise God. Praise God forever. Hallelujah your word. Thank you for the goodness of God, the grace of God. Thank you, Father, for the love of God. Thank you for the mercies of God. Thank you for the Holy Spirit of God. Thank you for the anointing of God. Thank you, Father God, for your goodness.